Welcome to the Nature MI podcast. Here, we uncover nature-inspired solutions to the world's most urgent problems, like climate change and global pandemics. We talk with thought leaders and innovators who are taking their cues from nature, and we explore ways to unravel nature's deepest secrets. Now here's your host, a man who finds inspiration in nature on a daily basis, Dr. Victor Shamas. Greetings, my friends. Today we're going to be talking about naturality. This term refers to the practice of aligning yourself as fully as possible with nature. Such alignment can happen on many different levels. As a psychologist, I think of the mind in terms of three parts, experience, thought, and action. We can align ourselves with nature at all three of these levels. On previous episodes of this podcast, we've discussed naturality at the level of social interactions with Dr. Elizabeth Satouris, the famed evolutionary ecologist. And we've discussed eco-cities with Richard Register, who's told us about what kinds of urban design features are most aligned with nature. My own perspective on naturality has to do with personal practice my life philosophy and the way I apply that philosophy on a daily basis. I consider naturality to be a holistic practice because it can encompass every aspect of our lives, our economy, health practices, social interactions, system of government, morality, aesthetics, food production, waste disposal. It really is all-encompassing. The heart of naturality as a practice is the simple three words that are the title of this podcast, Nature Am I. For some of you, Nature Am I might sound like a spiritual idea. If it is, it transcends the notion of spirit, because spirit is something that is non-physical, and clearly, nature is physical. This brings us back to a fundamental question that influences everything that happens on this podcast. What is nature? We all know nature when we see it, and yet it turns out to be very, very difficult to define. As I've mentioned before, the dictionary defines nature in terms of everything in the physical universe except human beings and their creations. According to such definitions, humans are apart from nature. Here lies the fundamental issue of our time. The reason for so many of the global problems and crises that we're encountering right now. We have come to see ourselves as being apart from nature when we clearly are not. Don't believe me? Then answer this question. Do you live in nature? If you're indoors right now, look around you. I am sitting at this moment at a wooden desk. There's no doubt that that wood is a natural product. I am facing a window made of glass, which comes from silica, from sand, another natural product. My stapler is made of metal that was extracted from some type of an ore. Even the most synthetic things in my surroundings, those objects and artifacts that are made of plastic, are sourced from petroleum, a natural material made from the remains of different kinds of organisms, which is why it's called a fossil fuel. 
Even if you and I never left the inside of our homes for the rest of our lives, we would be living in nature. Next comes the question, does nature live in you? Well, your body is made of cells and tissue, which are clearly natural materials comprised of atoms and molecules. Our bodies are made of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and other elements that are naturally occurring. So I would say, yes, nature lives in you and in me. So nature is something that surrounds me completely, and it also permeates my body, and therefore it permeates me. The same is true for you, as it is for all human beings, as it is for all organisms. We live in nature, nature lives in us. However we define nature, we have to consider that it's all-encompassing. Nothing that exists, including human beings, can truly be apart from nature. Nature and essence are synonymous. Essence comes from the Latin word meaning to be. Everything that is, is nature. Nature is the common link that connects everything that exists. Although nature is hard to define, you can think of it as transcendent oneness. Nature transcends all the boundaries that separate you and me, past, present, and future, here and there. Travel anywhere in time or in space and you will find nature. Even those entities, living or non-living, that cease to exist continue to be a part of nature because their components simply get recycled within the system. Every element has a cycle. For example, oxygen can exist in air or as water or in many other different forms. But there is a law of conservation of matter that limits the number of oxygen atoms in the universe. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. This means that nature, which includes matter and energy, has no beginning and no end. It is eternal and infinite. When you talk about something that is eternal and infinite, you find yourself very quickly in a spiritual discussion. Does this mean that nature is the same as God? I personally don't think so. God is an abstraction formulated by human beings. Nature is a part of our everyday reality. The beauty of naturality is that it doesn't require you to have faith in something that you can't see, hear, touch, taste, smell, or measure in some way. Is nature conscious? As someone who has spent 30 years studying consciousness, I would say that there is no doubt Virtually all consciousness researchers would agree that consciousness has two basic functions, monitoring and control, or regulation. Everywhere you turn throughout nature, you see those two functions happening. Within our own bodies, monitoring and regulation are taking place every moment. All of our basic functions that keep us alive, like breathing, heart rate, digestion, metabolism, synthesis of biomolecules within our cells, recycling of materials, disposal of waste, purification of the blood. 
These things are happening steadily at every moment without our volitional intention or awareness. Something within our bodies is keeping us alive, and we're thankful for that. If I had to think about my heart rate and my breathing at every moment to stay alive, I would have died a long time ago because my focus isn't that perfect. A single instant of distraction would have killed me by now. And there is little doubt that I am distractible, as are most human beings. Nature is not a creator because nothing can be created or destroyed. Basic physics. But nature is an organizing and sustaining principle of everything that exists. Naturality means connecting at the deepest level with that organizing and sustaining principle. With our true essence, which is the essence of everything. But why should you believe that? What justification can you find for thinking that your essence, your nature, is the nature of all things in the universe? In science, there is the law of parsimony, which means that the simplest and most elegant explanation is the best one to choose. Why have billions of different essences, billions of different consciousnesses regulating everything in the universe when the simplest and most elegant answer is that there is just one. There's only one nature, a single indivisible entity of which we are all part. Whether naturality is actual spirituality, it most certainly is transcendence. Psychologist Abraham Maslow, who constructed his famous pyramid showing the hierarchy of needs, modified that pyramid towards the end of his life, putting self-transcendence at the very top, even above self-realization. The highest human impulse is to extend your awareness beyond your own self and your own limitations, and to find connection with that which links you to others, to other people, other species, all things in the universe. This transcendent impulse leads directly to naturality because the one thing we know that connects us all is nature. The organizing and sustaining principle of all there is, our ultimate essence, the ultimate answer to the question, who am I? My answer to that question is very simple. Nature am I. I am that. You are that. Everything is that. I see naturality as the one thing that can unify humanity regardless of our perceived differences. We can all agree on these three fundamental truths of naturality. One, I live in nature. Two, nature lives in me. And three, nature am I. If I am unable to separate myself from nature, which I can't because it surrounds me, And if I can't separate nature from me because it permeates every cell of my body, then I am one with nature. There's no escaping that conclusion. And if I am, that means that I'm connected to everything and everyone else within the natural order of the universe. And nothing exists outside of that order. This is revolutionary. It is spirituality without invoking spirit. It is religion without invoking God or church, synagogue, mosque, 
temple, etc. Because there is no place in the universe where nature cannot be found. Sacred temples are wonderful, but they're not necessary because whatever you define as sacred in the world has to exist everywhere. Period. Exclamation mark. If you want to experience naturality, begin by considering what it is that you find most sacred or precious in the universe. Is there something or someone that you cherish or value so much that you would lay down your life for them? If you can think of even a single thing, a single person that you love or adore to that extent, you have your foot in the door. Because that person, place, thing, animal, plant, ideal, or whatever is a fundamental part of you. You can say wholeheartedly that you and your beloved, whatever or whoever that may be, are one. You are in me. I am in you. You and I are one. And that sense of oneness comes from knowing that your essence and the essence of your beloved are the same. There is no separation between your nature and the nature of your beloved. If you've experienced that sense of transcendent oneness with one thing or one person, it's simply a matter of practice to extend that emotional connection to others, to other people, to other organisms, to the ecosystems of the planet, to the elements, to the solar system and the distant stars, etc. Once you've transcended yourself even a little bit, you might as well go all the way. The great Indian sage Ramana Maharshi was once asked, how are we to treat others? And his answer was, there are no others. The practice of naturality brings you to that exact same conclusion. If I am one with nature and you are one with nature, then you and I are one. Regardless of the color of our skin, our sex, what we believe, our political party, our religious affiliation, or anything else for that matter. We may not always like each other, and we certainly aren't going to agree on everything. Some of us are more grounded than others in our connection to nature, which reflects in our experiences, thoughts, and actions. Just because someone is ignorant of that connection doesn't mean that the connection doesn't pertain to them. You may be my adversary. We may compete for limited resources. Each of us might be a pain in the other's butt and a thorn in each other's side. But regardless of all that, you and I are both one with nature. That is undeniable, irrefutable, indisputable. And when enough of us arrive at that realization together, that is when humanity begins to really thrive. Now we cooperate with each other instead of fighting each other because we recognize nature in one another and that deep connection that links us. We're also more careful about how we treat other species, how we treat the ecosystems of the planet, our relationship to the elements, to water, air, minerals, etc. It's hard to justify exploiting or enslaving that which is one with you. The realization that nature am I, when it spreads throughout humanity, will have a lasting positive impact on our economics, on our communities, on the ways we function, 
in every aspect of our lives, and the time for doing that is now, my friends. As always, I welcome your feedback. Please let me know what you think and feel. And until the next time, stay tuned, stay well, and stay inspired. You have been listening to the Nature MI podcast. To learn more about what we're doing to bring humanity more into balance with nature, please visit us at naturemi.com. We also welcome your ideas and feedback. If you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, let us know about your nature-inspired solutions and strategies. Thanks for listening.